Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. You came right in. Everybody has accepted you. Everybody loves Wendy. You're key, 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 king with the group. <laughs> and we were like, nah, Wendy, Wendy got it too easy. We, we got to make her suffer a little bit. We got to give her a little something, something, something. Hey, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. Uh, I love having three franchises on right now, especially two that are very good. I know. I, I agree. And like the third, not a bad episode either, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the th- the problem with like OC is that we know most of these people are so terrible, but like they're interesting in their terribleness. Right. Exactly. 1000%. And like, and we acknowledge their terribleness. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. Um, but let's get to like some news that's percolating. Um, it's like nothing too major this week. One quick thing is we did get a screenshot of the Atlanta, um, like group shot of the peach holding. Yeah. And it's like, it's mostly old photos of them. Yeah. And it's only five of them. So it feels like very empty and cavernous. Well, also like it's not well positioned with like heights and dress colors. Right. Like it's very much a mishmash. Right. And it's like, I get it. I get that it's up to every individual production company on like whether or not they'll film a new intro every season, but in a world where Beverly Hills consistently gets new intros every single year, why can't we do that for franchises who provide us more in our lives? Sure. I mean, I guess the one good thing that we have here is that Portia is center peach. Yes. Amazing. Uh, which I believe is a first for her. I just like feel 
also like candy's so far out, you know? It's kind it is kind of a slap in the face to candy. Yeah. As the matriarch, but like Portia is now also an executive producer. Like Candy's now not the only one who has like her own show. Oh right. Yeah. You mean of like another show, not this show. Of another show on Broadway. Yes, yes, yes. Like I mean like Candy's not Candy's not the only one that is closely working with Bravo now. Portia has carried the network through quarantine and COVID-19, if we're being completely honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, between everything she brought us last season of Atlanta, the two Race in America specials, Bravo's chat mm-hmm. room, it's Porsche's world, and we are merely living in it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, that's Atlanta. It's strange to, like, see that picture and not know the taglines because usually those go hand in hand. Right, but there's always a weird Twitter account who's, like, providing us with screenshots like this. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then over in Potomac, we touched on this last week, but now we have a, a little bit more information in terms of the reunion being shot. Right. Namely, the Lux. Yeah, so should we steal from another show, meaning another show, meaning fashion photo review, which is the drag race centric show and do a little toot and boot? Sure. Yeah. Great. I have the looks in front of me. Okay. I have the looks in front of me. Hoover. Let's let's do that. That cast photo. Which is like all of them together posing together. Okay, I have that. Ignoring ignoring COVID protocol, by the right, way. Right, right, right. Um, and we'll go left to right, mm-hmm. starting with Monique Samuels. Okay. So in her single look that I saw, like at her separate standing alone, I thought her look was the strongest. Yeah. Looking at it again, I'm not thinking that anymore it's still one of the better what? ones but i guess i have to toot it okay i tweeted this a day or two ago and i'm like still getting notifications about this <laughs> monique samuels has never failed us with a reunion look it's great she's great or she's kind of great most of the time <laughs> um, um yeah i mean i'm excited to see this like in motion right. on camera so it's a toot for me toot baby. for me too okay so next up is la dame i like it in this group photo okay for me and i'm waiting to like I'm reserving final judgment to like see it in motion, but I feel like it's like a shade. It's like the wrong shade compared to. Yeah. It's a very, very light shade of yellow compared to the rest of them. Or, or it's like the same shade and she has like another layer of bedazzlement on top. Right. I mean, like it's a little more difficult to do a color like yellow and do ever have everyone do it. than it is like white or black, which we've seen in other cities, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm like, I, I, I enjoy it for the most part. Uh, 
but I'm going to reserve final judgment. I'm, is it, what's the middle thing between a two and a boo? I just scoot? think it's like a, a an oot would be the middle. <laughs> it's an oot. Yeah, this is an oot for me. Ashley Darby. Okay. Um, I think like it, it's it's interesting to me. It's like <laughs> it reminds me of like a goldfish because it's almost like that one part of it's like a fin. Well, it's like her wings were made yeah. to fly. Um, I feel like it was not the right choice for the moment. That's fine. So, I so I'm gonna I'll I'm boot gonna it boot too. it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next up is the Green Eye Bandit herself, Aunt Jizzy. Boots for the dress, and then like hair and makeup, amazing. Hair and makeup, like maybe the best yeah. we've seen from her. But the dress is probably the least interesting. It's like, of them what's all that to store me? in the mall that I used to have to go to with my sisters when I was a kid? BB. It's very like. BB. Oh, interesting. Okay, very BB. Okay, next up, Candace Stiller Bassett. I get what she's like going for with like the big bow. I yeah. just like she looks gorgeous. I just like don't. I don't like it when she's like standing alone. The other photo, it's like it's even worse. I will say most they all look great in this group shot, but their solo photos. Ugh. But it reminds me, remember so, like the Roni reunion solo photos? Remember the Roni reunion solo photos? And like the one of Dorinda, like, like in, in a hallway, like green room. Like it was so. Oh my God. And it was shot. like the rest of them were like utilizing the castle that they were filming in. And then it's like Dorinda. Yeah. In the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. Candace is going to be a boot. Same boot. Okay, next up, in her reunion debut, Dr. Wendy. Okay, so I did not get this look until somebody posted a photo where Wendy is sitting down. Oh, it is. It enhances the look and it makes me understand because the reunion, they're all sitting down. So, like, you want the sitting down Mm -hmm. look. She looks great because it's like the leg is out. Like the material okay. around her legs is like flowing and big. So I am going to give Wendy yeah. a toot for this. I love it so much. I mean, obviously my blind standum of Wendy is like affecting my <laughs> judgment here, but like she looks so happy to be there. She looks like excited to be wearing what she's wearing. I think like, the shade of yellow is mm-hmm. perfect for her. I love the leg moment. I love the off the shoulder. It's just a, a, yes. a great moment for me. Great. Toot. 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 Yeah. Oh, wait, but I want to ask you, you saw pictures of her sitting. What is like, what are we doing here sitting? Like, what's the, um, it was only her sitting. So it wasn't like I'm seeing all of the couches. Okay. But she's in her, a chair by herself. Yeah. Um, let me look. One sec. It was like, it was like not her. Oh, on a, it was on her page. It was yeah. on her page, right? 
Yeah. Oh, hers just like sitting like in a room. Right. But I mean, like that gives a clearer sense of what she's going for because like she's going mm. to be sitting on yeah, yeah. a chair or a couch. Oh my God. That picture she, she posted of herself. She looks stunning. I liked it. She looks it's stunning. It's so beautiful. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then last and definitely not least, Robin. Okay. So what I have to say about Robin's is like, you had a problem with Karen being like a different shade. Robin's a totally different shade, but I don't have a problem with it. Oh yeah. No, Robin, I think is like the best shade. Robin went for present. gold in her dress where the yeah. rest of them will get like kind of went like straight up yellow for the most part. Yeah. And I like, it's so simple, but like, I love its simplicity. It's, it's matriarch. She's claiming I mean, her like, space as the matriarch of Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love like, like the form fitting upper portion and then like the bottom, how it just like drapes. I love that as and well. And in this photo that we're looking at, which like we can post or whatever, she's still yeah. doing like her same ass Robin pose. So it like kind of makes it kind of funny. Because it's like, I just, it's a very I, sexy dress. So like the way she's like yeah. cheesing in this photo. <laughs> Good. Oh man. But like all around, like we've gave, we gave them toots and boots. I just like love it. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy like we can be in the room together. Yeah, and really I take away all, I take back um, all the boots I gave. I just love them. I do think like Monique's, like if this is her last season, she is going out with a bang. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just in general, like there's every single one of them is stunning and like kind of the fun about Potomac is that they like kind of miss the mark as far as reunion dressing all the time. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's, it's great. It's perfect. What's funny is like, I was looking back at prior uh, reunions and Candace did wear a yellow dress, another reunion. So she must've been like, fuck, I got to wear another yellow dress. I know now. it's like, who makes these decisions? Because it's like, we're going to have the yellow dresses. Andy's wearing a yellow tie. And then we've always had the yellow Potomac cards, which I was telling you about last week. So it's yeah. yellow. Yeah, across. Yeah. It's like golden showers everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Is that too much? Oh my God. It's too you much. Cut that out if you want. All right. No. Um, <laughs> Okay, and now the last bit, which is just, like, fun, because, like, we just love mentally being with the Roni women. Yeah, I mean, like, we've said in the past that, like, when Roni is filming, we are hyper aware of Roni filming, and we love to discuss it, even though yeah. there is the Brendan Davis curse, um, which has been talked about in our uh, Discord. Yeah. Um, so I will not say anything nice about any of the new people. Yeah, you cannot pre-stand. <laughs> okay, but there is a fun People Magazine article that was <laughs> released this week. Uh, Heather Thompson says she wants Aviva Drescher to return to Roni. Quote-unquote, she helped make me iconic. So if it was up to Heather Thompson, <laughs> fans would see a familiar face on The Real Housewives of New York City. Heather said that despite her sordid past with former housewife of Eva Drescher, she would love to see her return to the franchise. She said during an appearance on Reality with Derek Z, I think of Eva, I would love to film with her on Housewives again because I feel like we would have a lot of fun. She had a lot of time to think about her time on the show, even though maybe some of the things that happened I didn't agree with. I know her intention was not to be a big bad girl. 
She's got a really good heart and she's a kind person. Uh, she said with a laugh, she helped make me iconic. I mean, I was the one that got the leg thrown at the head. Aviva left Roni after season six and Heather stuck around for one more season, making her exit after season seven. Uh, Brendan, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, as much as we've like praised Heather in the past, I wouldn't call her an iconic housewife. No offense. She's like iconic for like the true lovers of the art form. She's not iconic for like in the grand scheme of housewives. Right. And I would actually argue that that one, um, that one person who was almost the friend of in season six was the person who made Heather Mm, iconic. Yeah. Because that's the one who Heather ran towards is like, you going to deck me mama deck me. Yeah. Um, it's funny that she's like making casting choices where it seems as though like she's maybe just making a cameo appearance this year. I wonder what level she will be this year. So that leads us to the conversation of the women were up in suburban Massachusetts, uh, a few days this past week and Heather mama was not with them from what we could tell. Right. They were in like the North shore of Massachusetts. They went to like Salem, Newburyport and places around there. If you spend time in Massachusetts, like I have, you know, those areas well. Uh, And so who was there? Seemingly Bershawn was there as well, which Mm -hmm. is exciting. It's exciting. And as it stands for the announced cast so far, we have five Apple holders and Bershawn would bring us up to six. I, because of the Brendan Davis curse, I can't say whether or not I would like that to happen. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just like funny that if she is going to be the sixth, like Ebony's getting these like Bravo TV.com, like Bravo insider clip packages, like talking about her experience, much like Crystal Minkoff and Kathy Mm -hmm. Hilton. And then we have like this other woman who's also clearly filming with them, but not getting like the like big whole rollout, the the fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It'll be interesting. And it seems like, interestingly enough, it seems like Ebony and Ramona are hitting it off. Yeah. I saw a bunch of, um, I saw a bunch of, do you follow Dumois that like gossip Instagram that's become like this whole big deal. I don't, I don't follow her, but I know, like, I feel like it spills over into my world enough for me to like catch on some of the stuff. There's because like a lot of people who follow her, like live in New York or like whatever, there's been a lot of like Roni women sightings and Mm. yada, yada, yada. And there was like sightings of them in Massachusetts where people were saying that it looked like, Ebony was cozying up with Ramona and Sonia. And it's just like so interesting given like who Ramona is that they're like cozying up together, you know? Am I, am I dreaming that someone said Bershawn and Ebony were like fighting in the North shore as well? That, that was another thing that was on that account. Someone said that there was like, they were like yelling at each other on the street. Yeah. Um, the one last roadie thing and I could not stop talking about this or thinking about this is Luann like went over to Ramona's apartment to like celebrate her birthday. 
And Luann looked. Well, Ramona went over to Luann's apartment. Oh, okay. Uh, to fact check. Thanks yes. for the fact check. Um, <laughs> Luann looked so gorgeous. Like, I cannot stop thinking about it. You really need to like go. And over it's like it. it's like I. <laughs> it's just like she was. She it was such a simple look, but like I just I'm just like baffled by it. Yeah, I saw. I literally saw you post on three platforms about it last <laughs> night. So it's time to move on. Dot org. The one last thing I want to say about Roni is that today Ebony was a guest co-host oh. on the Real, yeah. so we got like a Garcelle Ebony crossover of Roni Real Houses of Beverly Hills crossover. Did you watch it? I don't for a second, but I missed the beginning where they would have addressed it. So I don't know if they like talked about oh. how they're both housed. But like, okay. For the second that you watched, like how was Ebony on the show or how was it Garcelle for that matter? They're both great. Yeah. Both great. Yeah. I mean, like just like the segment wasn't really about either of them. So someone else was talking, but they were chiming mm-hmm. in. And I, I think they're both naturals on a show mm-hmm. like that. Wow. Okay. Let us, Jump on over to the Real Housewives of Potomac. Okay. Wow. Potomac in Portland. Potomac in Portland. I love being in the great <laughs> state of Oregon. Uh, <laughs> okay. So there's some conversation about like um, Karen is getting to the bottom of like Giselle posting that video on her Instagram, posing in front of a jewelry store and deduced that she was there to find a ring for Robin. That is great detective work. That is great detective work. She was right. Yeah, but Karen shouldn't... I'm with Giselle on this one. Karen Karen shouldn't be talking about it in front of everyone. I mean, it's very Kenya showing up to Cynthia's surprise engagement, telling Cynthia that she thinks she's going to get proposed to. Right, right, right. The engagement party that um didn't Nini send like cold cuts yes, to that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um but this is like this is picking up from that lunch where we're like drinking poncha and like everyone's We're on top of a yeah, mountain. We're, all, we're drinking poncha on the mountain and then they're like walking over to the toboggan and Wendy's like, Oh, this feels so European and Robin said, I wonder why. <laughs> Because at this point, uh, Wendy's she's like a more lit. Like I think she was drinking more of the poncha than most people. I think she's indulging. A little. She's like, I'm on vacation. I'm gonna like let yeah. loose and let her yeah. rip. Can I say this toboggan situation oh my God. is some of the most fun I've ever had on Bravo? <laughs> so, just so like much fun. It's just like. The pairings were interesting. I love when they put them in weird yeah. pairings that, like, you don't expect. Well, you love that going up the so mountain we, and you love it going down. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's like they're not afraid to mix and match. They don't go into clicks like other people yeah. do. And they just, like, are all in this together. Sure. Uh, this is where Karen was, like, on either, like, Instagram Live or, like, trying to s- film an Instagram video being like, Oh, my God, I love Portland. Yeah, we're tobogganing in Portland. <laughs> um. That was really scary. Would you do that? Would you be toboggan like that? Huh. I don't, I don't think so. Especially with like the cars and everything. 
I know. Once they turn the corner and the cars are there, I don't know. Yeah. There's not many things I do like that these sure. days. I, know, I mean, like, we don't leave our homes, so, like, we're not really doing anything. <laughs> right. No, but I mean, like, just in... in it, would you do this? Um, normally, like, I'm I'm down to try crazy things, but, like, this seems, like, one step too far. Yeah, and I feel like you are somebody who needs to be in control, and you're not in control. You're at the whim of, like, these two <laughs> men who, like, who knows what they... Like, I don't think we... We don't have, like, a seatbelt. Um, we don't have a track, for that matter. <laughs> I know we're literally just going into traffic. Yeah. A little concerning. Um, but we land down there and we were like in the market hanging out. And then Giselle pulls Karen aside to yell at Karen for bringing up the, the engagement shit. Which Karen shouldn't yeah. have done. But then at the same time they get back to the hotel and Giselle runs and tells Ashley about the engagement. Which it's fine. I think it's fine to do it in a controlled sure, situation, sure, sure, sure. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's different than saying it in front of yeah, Robin. That's, that's the important part for sure. Yeah. Um, but they, they go out to that fancy dinner all together with like very interesting food being presented in front of them. Did you notice that? I yeah. did. Yeah. Um, but they're talking about like Candace being ready to do her motherhood journey. Yeah. And we get in the fight. Well, we get the montage of like Ashley's pre motherhood outbursts to like compare the, in the conversation of like, well, Candace, like you are like wild. And it's like, well, Ashley, mm-hmm. you too were once wild. Right. This fight was like a little, I don't know. It was just like a lot for me. Mm. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Like I didn't like where Ashley was coming from. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I I see Ashley's point in terms of like, you were such a bitch to me during my journey. And now like, I'm mm -hmm. supposed to just like cheer you on. Roll over. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I just, I don't know. There was something like, I mean, especially like the way Candace was talking about her Ashley's miscarriage. Yeah, that's that's, that's like right. another level. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I I I guess I'm like thinking about how we're gearing up to what we know oh. Ashley does next episode or like reveals yeah, yeah, next episode. Yeah. So I'm like like Ashley's being really calculated in a lot sure. of ways as far as like just really trying to get her revenge on Candace warranted. Yeah. The funny part was was like the point of contention, Ashley being like, well, I never went on social media and, and bashed you. Mm-hmm. And then Robin saying, well, she would do that to anybody. That's a character flaw. <laughs> like, Robin was so funny this episode. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I mean, we land somewhere with Robin that a lot of people in our community are not happy with at the end of this episode. But like, I, know, well, I don't think it's the end of the world. I know. But Dan, you are like. A stan. Like stand to the end of the earth in a way like where you can't see any flaws like your blinders are up on both sides okay yeah um but before we leave this dinner candace says for whatever pain 
and hurt I caused you and your family, I apologize. That's not an apology. And, and you know me, that drives me up a fucking wall. <laughs> like, if, and it's like funny that Ashley like listened to that and said, okay, like, okay, I hear you. Like, thank you. Like, if that was me, I'd be like, what, did, what are you apologizing for? Tell me the thing that you did that you're apologizing for. Well, it's a step up from if I hurt you, yeah. it's acknowledging that there was pain. Yes. And you're acknowledging like, that pain existed. Sure. Yes. So it's a, it's a step up from like, if it is like, at least there's something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll give her that. But like, I, I'm just comparing this. Cause like we talked about, um, Oh, did we not? I don't think we did talk about this last week. Jen Shaw after episode one, like how she was called out for that, like AIDS comment right? for like, don't kiss any girls you might get AIDS and like she apologized on Twitter like so perfectly for that yeah I thought she was called out by like not even just like called out by like just anyone she was called out by the AIDS memorial which is like one of my yeah. favorite Instagram accounts that like tells does like storytelling around people who died of mm-hmm. AIDS it's like you can send in pictures and a story about someone one of your loved ones so yeah. like the fact that she was like on the radar of that Entity is interesting to me. Sure. But like, I thought she, like she was not defensive. Like she. Yeah. Apologized the right way. Okay. Now this, I know was your favorite part. The prank. I love the prank. I mean, like pranks can be lame, but this one was fun. I liked that. Like Giselle was wanting to prank the newbie. And it was, like, yeah. a fun, fun, harmless way of, like, doing it. I just think the way they pulled it off was just, like, so kind of stupid. But... Well, like, the planning was so poor. Mm-hmm. But then we got the look behind the camera. Literally. Yeah. And that's what I like about Potomac is that they will, like, involve producers. So, like, after they went, did the first part of the prank where they were hiding in Wendy's <laughs> room to scare her... They go out in the hallway and like Giselle's to one of the producers. Oh, can we watch her? Are y'all still filming? Can we watch her like react <laughs> to the fake spider and snakes that we put in her bed? And yeah. they let them sit in the hallway of the hotel and watch the fucking monitor oh from inside Wendy's hotel room, which is brilliant. So it's so fun. Yeah. Okay. So the next day we're sitting by the pool uh, Robin's in a whole sweater ensemble. A, sw- a sweater? <laughs> How hot was it, do you think? Well, no, but the thing is, they went off season. So I think that actually them in their swimsuits, which we're going to see next week, like it's too cold for them to be in their oh, swimsuits. Oh, so it's so Ro- Okay, so Robin is the always in the right here. And, 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 <laughs> I mean, she looked, she looked funny sitting by the pool in the sweater, but like I think they are there. They're there, like in essentially ramping up to winter time. Right. She should have gotten like a calf tan or something. Yeah. But, um, Giselle and, and, uh, Robin are reviewing the photos from the embezzled photo shoot. And it's like, Oh, like, Oh, Wendy, you look good. Like, Oh my God. Oh, Candace, like nailed it. Great shot. Like looking at all the pictures. And then we get to the Karen pictures. (laughs) The Karen pictures were perfectly fine. I, I mean, the, I, lo- I love the one of, like, the profile. The other one was not 
great. The other one was great at showing off the garment, but it was not great for Karen. Okay, but it's all about showing off the garment. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, that I, one- I stand with the Come Through Queen community in saying mm. that they were needlessly cruel to Karen and Aegist. Okay. For me, like, I... Obviously, like, what they were saying was not nice, but I thought it was, like, um, they were taking an opportunity to, like, to push the business. No, they were taking an opportunity to be mean to Karen. No, but, like, any, but like if, you, if you involve your product in, as a storyline, it's, like, very calculated. So you for, have to be mean to someone? Is what no, you're saying? No, you don't. You don't have to be mean to someone, but like, but like, no, but to get it involved, what to get it involved is what you you know, what, what you're saying is you have to create drama around the photos. Yeah. 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 It's like a tactic. Is it even a real business? Is embellished, is embellished her brand or is she just like renting property on some other website? I no, it's her own website. And we saw her packing the hats with the kids. Like, (laughs) I think she's doing it. (laughs) Okay. They should have picked on someone else. Pick on Ashley. Come on. Well, speaking of Ashley, she moseys over in her painter's tape swimsuit. Oh my did God. You, like, did you, th- like, when I, when I started walking around, I was like, why does she got painter's tape on? <laughs> I did not think that, but I did see, like, memes about that. Yeah. Um, and this is where we get the revelation that she was she gave testimony as a character witness for the case against Monique. Yeah. She like wrote a victim statement or something, right? Not a victim statement, just like a character, like a character witness. Okay. Cause she's not the, vi- she's not the victim oh, yeah, in, in this situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're thinking of Gina Kirschneider. Kirsch- oh yeah. Okay. I am. So I, where, where do you land on this? Huh? So I don't land. I mean, I think Ashley's trying to get revenge from just like past things with Candace. She's what talking about the butter knife fight. Is that like where this all like susses out to? Yeah. I don't think that that like, I think she's doing Candace dirty in a way that's, not great here potentially okay i we disagree here because like here's where i land she's not like giving testimony to say like send candace to jail for waving a butter knife in my face she's doing this so that monique does not go to jail like as as a friend to monique right but like that's where I think it comes up later in this episode. It's like, okay, then write a statement about how great Monique is and not, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Then don't write anything. It's like, well, well, no, she's she's trying to do something like proactive to prevent. I know. But like, if you think these women are going on a vacation as friends, her and Candace are friends. So if she does this and it's like days and days and days and days, and she's not telling Candace that she's doing it, that's shitty and shady. Yeah. It's not, it's not a great look for Ashley at all. Oh yeah. I mean, oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, especially like withholding it ahead of the trip, but like, I'm sure production like did not want her. Right. And this, her. Candace is Ashley's guest on this trip. Like invite Monique instead. 
Mm. If like if we're being realistic, don't yeah. don't invite the person you're writing a character statement against in like this case. I that's it's psycho to me. Uh I mean to me it's like I think the greater goal is getting Monique to not go to jail. Then be honest. What? Then be honest. Like if I'm actually like she's being so well, no, she, but I think she did. She did say that to 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 Giselle and Robin as her reasoning. Yeah, but she, I'm talking about with Candace. Like she's oh. inviting. She invited Candace to this girls' trip. Yeah. While at the same time, like doing this statement against her, I think that if you boil, it yeah. boils down to that. That is weird. Uh, I mean, but like you're taking that too much face value of like she like this is not. Ashley's girls trip, like production said, you're in charge of this trip this season. Like, right. But even, but even still, like, I know there's a bunch like wrapped up in it, but I think it's like weird behavior. If, even if you're going to go along with it, like hash out the thing before you get on the trip, then it's so weird. If I like, I haven't seen next week's episode, but if I were Candace and I'm not like even a Candace defender, I'd be like, so taken aback and like, would feel like such a huge slap in the face. Once this is revealed to me, you know, yeah. it's it's such once legal things are involved in yeah. like this TV show, it makes it like so next level that I think you need to like you can play along with like the TV show game game or whatever. But like yeah. you have to like it boils down to like human beings still. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why like as great and compelling as the season is, like I hate this aspect of it that there is like a lawsuit, a criminal lawsuit going on right now. Right. Exactly. And I thought there were like rules against that. Yeah. Also like, like that, that Tamara <laughs> forced to, to happen. Right. Also like, it's just an interesting place for the show to be in general. Cause I remember, I remember back in my day when something physical happened on like the real world and mm. like people were fired like yeah. on the spot. Sure. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm like like the reunion cannot come soon en- soon enough. Like I'm curious to see like what is the conversation that transpires. I did read a spoiler in on Reddit that said Monique is at the end of whatever couch she's on. Oh. Okay. I wonder if they're uh, going to sit them 6 feet away on couches. What do you what do you mean? Like a very long couch on each side. I, I don't think so. Um what was strange is I went into this past Sunday's Watch What Happens Live with Candace being like, oh, I wonder what is going to be said during this Watch What Happens Live. But then it was clearly filmed before before the reunion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Potomac. Love it always. Love it. Wow. I know. Next week, I'm like, I'm worried. I am, the, I am, with, I am too. I know. We had, also, a very, we had a very heated conversation right now and I can only imagine what the actual episode is going to be like. It was not heated. Not heated, but like, like. Did you we, feel heat I, in your body during that? No, no, no. I, I just feel like, nor, like, like, like 99 times out of a hundred, like we agree on most of the stuff going on in the shows. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like we have like different opinions on this that are fairly strong. I mean, mine's not that strong. I'm just like. On a human level, I just think it's like Ashley's acting psychotically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, okay, let's get to the psychotic activity over on Orange County. What a weird episode. <laughs> I mean, we're opening up in bed with Dodd, which is not a place I want to be. I know. Never, never want to be there, really. Um, but soon after that, we are getting, and like, I almost forgot the show was on. We're getting like Hoda on the Today Show talking about like the the incoming coronavirus pandemic. Hoda Kotb loves to appear on Housewives. Never, never forget when she appeared on Bethany Ever After yeah. at Bethany's wedding. Um, how did this make you feel? Okay, so I, I feel like you have major COVID anxiety, as do I. But I feel like you let yourself like stew in it. Mm. Whereas, like, I'm the type who like I'm taking all the precautions I can, sure, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I can't for my sanity refresh like the numbers every two seconds like oh you're, like you're doing which i yeah, know yeah. you're doing yeah yeah yeah. no i like i wake <laughs> up and that's the first thing i look at yeah so i can't i can't do that because like what does that help for me personally i just need to like live my life do my precautions stay in my own home yeah and like check in need be but not be like obsessive about it i think i only do that to like remind myself not that I need reminding, but like, I feel like we're surrounded by so much messaging and like activity that makes it almost feel like it's not happening. Mm-hmm. You know I, what I mean? I guess, but it's like the moment I walk outside here, it's like everyone's in a mask. It's it's different than other places in the world, but I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um. So it didn't bring me as much as anxiety as I know it brought you, but I still was like, oh, this is interesting. We're like reliving this that happened just like eight months ago. Yeah. I wish this season we had like dates on the scenes. Yeah. I think the more interesting thing, the the scene that really got me was the dinner scene with Shannon, Elizabeth, and um, oh Gina. Yeah. Where, like, they're all clearly talking about it. Like, Shannon's going through, like, everything that she's bought and stuff like that. And then I'm like, okay, but you're, like, s- sitting at dinner in a restaurant right now with people. But, Brendan, there was, like, two weeks where I, like, I was in Shannon's shoes of, of like, doing the things she was doing, but still, like, living my life. Yeah, it's just so interesting because I think it's, like, people were prepping for it. Like, she was prepping for it almost, like, prepping for, like, a hurricane where it's, like, she was worried that the lights were going to go out. But it's, like, yeah, a virus can't turn the lights off. Meanwhile, my lights go out and a virus did that. No, but I, I mean, like, I think she was being, like, like, I think that was, like, jokey. But, like, I think the right. other aspect of it, of, like, her, like, filling her freezer, like, I filled my freezer. Right. Um... Yeah, I'm not like too weirded out by the dinner yet because like I know, like a week before the shutdown, like we had we went to like a friend's 40th birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm not that weirded out. It's just like interesting looking back because we all take it so seriously now, and then it was like just like something that might happen in the future, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine uh, how, like, what's what's the Kyle Richards quote again? We were also happy that we day. We were also happy. I mean, I, like, say that every day in my brain. <laughs> but, like, 
that's quote is this episode of Real Houses of OC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Gina and Emily exercising, like talking about their the victim impact, blah, blah, blah. Elizabeth lost all her friends when she was no longer rich. I must say, I am really coming around to Elizabeth Vargas. Wow. I feel like a lot of people are not coming around to her. Oh, really? I don't know. Like, I, I like, I don't know. Maybe I'm like dreaming this, but like, like I feel like nobody's talking about Elizabeth Vargas, mm. but like, I'm like, her confessionals are like getting better. There's something about her that I like. I don't know. Speaking of confessionals, like I love, like this is the this is the kind of stuff I love, like paying attention to and watching. I was wondering why Shannon, like she was the only one who was not getting like confessional part two. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. And then finally she did get confessional part two this week and the audio was so bad. Did you notice that? I think maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like her image was now normal, like the rest of them, but like the, like the sound was weird. I wonder why that is. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I think for a while they were doing it mostly by themselves. I know. I will say I caught a little bit of Jersey Shore family reunion today. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 And the confessionals that I was seeing from that were like literally like Dina sitting in front of like, the blinds in her kitchen. So it could be worse here on Bravo. Wow. 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 I, I am like so intrigued to like catch a few minutes of Jersey shore family vacation. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dr. Deb is back in our lives and she is truly a monster. I just like, she's somebody I never want to see on television ever again. To be honest. Yeah. I like, I don't have any words for her. I just don't care for her. I think her whole shtick is like weird and awful. Yeah. But um, I, I did forget about boring wind. Same. Yeah. Which is also mean. Um, Bronwyn's half brother. Kind of hot. We've met him before. It's just like so strange that like he feels like a hop, skip and a jump away from like her eldest children. How old and is I think, he? I think they are like, he might be like in his twenties. Okay. And like the, the eldest daughter, Bella is like 21 or or something. Mm-hmm. What are her children's names? When they went through in the wedding, when they went through all those names, I was like, Oh wow. Brendan during the wedding, there was one child. I was convinced I had never seen before. Which one? Curran. Curran was a name I recognized. But like he had like glasses on. I like did not recognize him. I know. And like, it's so funny that whole family, like, you know how like some families, like they all look like photocopies of each other. This family, it's like we pulled nine people off the street (laughs) and like threw them together in a family. It truly is. Yeah. Like not one person looks like another one. I mean, great. Like that's, that's a beautiful family, but just like no, no one looks like, I know none of them have last names. Um, I got to say what was funny was the little car ride to, um, Palm Springs, Shane sitting in the back with his headphones in. 
Loved it. Yeah. Um, that entire ride was just like them all drinking on the way to this wedding, like threw me off. And then they're like stopping at the liquor store. Oh and it's my God. like, like after finding out, after finding out that the one thing she didn't want at the wedding, like it's a full open bar, but the one yeah. thing is tequila. It's like, and you're going to stop at the liquor store and proudly bring in tequila to this hotel. Well, I mean, at least Shannon snuck it in. Like, Kelly's, like, holding it over her head, being like, I got the tequila! I know. Well, I mean, like, she's walking in with Bronwyn saying, I brought tequila here. I heard you didn't like it. It's like, come the fuck on. And she said said that fucking line again. I'm not a quitter. Yeah. That's her favorite line to use. She'll, like, like, she'll latch onto something and repeat it, like, 25 times. Yeah, kind of like you and me, too. Yeah, yeah, true. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. um, Babette Schwartz. Oh, is that the drag queen? Winner of season 13. Shut up. Speaking of uh, Drag Race, this week on our Patreon bonus episode, we talk about a potential all-stars, winners-only cast, and it was so much fun. So you should go listen to that, especially if you're a Drag Race aficionado. It's also, like, extra long compared to our usual bonus ups. So great. Like, like pour yourself a little tea and settle in for a, a cozy Drag Race conversation. Of course. So this drag queen, just like speaking of like pouring yourself something, the things that she was saying at the top of the ceremony about like drinking and stuff like that was wild. I mean, that's why that's why like you never get like a drag queen to officiate like you're asking for trouble. I know. Get me to officiate. I can officiate your wedding if you're ever looking. Um, um, and don't ask these... Jacob to, to give some vows. Okay. So this bit from Jacob is like, I feel like we're dealing with like, how old is he again? Like 14, maybe 14, like 14 year old humor. He thinks is probably like the funniest shit in the world Yeah, that he's like talking like to his friends about and like they're laughing their asses off, not fully formed jokes, but like. Yeah. In his head, he probably thinks it's like the most hilarious thing. And unfortunately, his parents gave him the stage to say it in front of this group of people. Yeah, yeah. Not ideal. But thankfully, Bella comes in and saves the day and say and talks about how this is the most beautiful love in the world. Gorgeous Bella. Wow. Um I they mean, have a child that- named they have a child named Koa, which <laughs> I had never heard that name before, except my cousin's dog. Hmm. Yeah, I've, it feels like I feel like I kn- I've known a Koa dog as well in my life. Um, the thing that we end on, which is like gets rehashing, watch what happens live with Shannon, is the Kelly Shannon tincture water lemonade fight. Can you explain to me what a tincture is? Because I didn't really get it. It sounds like maybe like you you um, mix it in with a beverage. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't really know. Um, next week, Shannon's supposed to be like the, apparently maybe the drunkest she's ever been, which is interesting at this like sober woman's vow renewal. I know. Well, like they made sure to show her taking one more sip and one more sip and one more sip of her tequila before they were leaving for yeah. the funeral group was leaving the, the hotel room. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's Orange County. We're watching, so you don't have to. Oh my god. <laughs> um, speaking of watching or not watching, Salt Lake City not loving the ratings we're seeing right now. I know the ratings aren't great, but Andy has basically confirmed they're getting a second second season on Twitter. Yeah. He responded yeah. to somebody who was like, Andy, you need to like move time slots. Like we want ratings so that it can get a second season. He basically was like, don't worry at all. It's a hit. We're, we're ecstatic. I mean, I got to say, obviously like our Twitter timelines are very curated by our ourselves individually, but mm-hmm. like last night's episode of Salt Lake City, episode number two, and it wasn't even the official like tweet along party. I felt like everyone was tweeting about it. Yeah, I really haven't seen this kind of like phenomenon on my Twitter in a while. Oh my god, on my Twitter in a while. As far as people watching Housewives, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, it's pe- people are watching it like it's the fucking Oscars. And like, I feel like people are taking this opportunity as a brand new franchise to like dip a toe in. Like I've, I've had. I've seen one of our friends, Rodney, who like does not watch Housewives, mm-hmm. like talking about Salt Lake City. Yeah, I saw one of my friends, Emily, who does not watch Housewives, and it's probably like the last person you'd expect being like, should I watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Yeah. So pe- people are interested. I mean, it is truly like the perfect city for someone new to jump into because like it's hard to get people on board for these shows that have been on for over 10 years. Right. And it's like strong enough out of the gate and they are like rich enough and interesting enough. Like this past episode we watched, it was like, there was so much going on that I like could barely, every scene brought us like a new big thing. It felt like, you know? Yeah. Um, what's interesting with episode two and one put together is I feel like Mary We've not spent any time with her alone. Right. But from and, what I've heard. Yeah. Episode three, she's like a focal point. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. I need to see inside her home. Yeah. Oh my God. She, a lot of people are, are saying like she is the Kim Richards of her franchise. How so? Like the energy. Yeah. Weird energy. Like but not, you know she's like not responding to like situations and conversations like a normal person would. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, like, she the, thinks she's God on earth. Like, well, that's like the fun spin. It's like take Kim Richards and make her think she's God. And you got Mary Cosby. <laughs> you know what? To some of us, Kim Richards is God, so she yeah, she is the, the goddess of turtles. Mm-hmm. Um but we're picking up from that party at Jen's and like usually like a part two of like a to, to be continued is like, is not too much fun. Cause like we already know what's going to happen. Like they'll preview it and everything, but it was like so much fun seeing them finally all in the same room, like in the bedroom, like it was running around. It was so interesting to see like Jen having like this pitching this fit and to see her like, people surround her. So like her, like I assume like they're in her bathroom. So like makeup artists probably. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Others. The, squad, the Shaw squad. Yeah. And then, and then we get Heather gay stomping in 
Cause, I mean, like, I feel like Heather Gay is a busybody and needs to be, like, in the business. Also, they're, like, best friends, so it makes sense. But, okay, are they best friends, or do they become best friends, like, for this show? I got, like, the impression last episode that they were, like, besties. But, like, is that, are they doing, like, a good job of convincing us that? I think so. Because, like, I'm, because, okay, here's something that's really interesting. Is, in this episode, in the first episode we're getting so much of what is clearly their test footage. Yeah. That I think is like building the, um, like the history that mm-hmm. might not be there. Like, like Jen and Jen and Mary clearly met like for this show. Mm-hmm. So like the, so like Mary saying like, we used to be good until I said this, it's like, you used to be good for five minutes. Like, yeah. It's not like you were like best friends or anything. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I think that story of like Jen and Heather meeting where they were like, where Jen was like, Oh, she was like saying rap lyrics. Like, I think that happened four months ago. Well, a lot can happen in four months. So yeah. I believe they're best friends. No, but I do think like, I, I think the Heather um, Whitney cousin relationship and the Lisa Meredith um, friendship are like, too strong enough bases mm-hmm. for us to like grow off of. Right. You know? Yeah. So Heather walks in to check on her girly Jen, yeah. who's still having a conniption. And like, they're, they're actively talking about like the situation, what happened with Mary. And then like Mary just like wanders in. <laughs> we're in her, like We're in her loofah. Just dressed like a loofah Christmas tree. And it was, like, funny to watch, like, Heather realize that Mary was now in the room and, like, pivot to, like, yes, tell her, tell her, or whatever she said. Uh, I don't know if this is, like, too personal a question for you, but are you a loofah person? No. Oh, you're not? What kind of person are you? Like a washcloth. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, growing up, I was a washcloth person, and then I became a loofah person. Because okay. I love the exfoliating um, features of, of the loofah. Nice. Mm. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I just like love being in this room, in this party. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Um, who should we check in with next? Well, I think there was like another scene where we're coming out of this fight mm. after they like, oh. they kiss and make up. Did the Lufa the Lufa conversation threw you off, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. <laughs> I know I forgot about the the Whitney uh, Lisa fight. Well, yeah, and then like we also get a glimpse. I don't know where in the episode is where in the party it is. We get a glimpse of Mary and Brooks talking to each other. Mm, yeah, that I feel like people have like grabbed onto. Like I really want to know what the fuck they were talking about. Sure. I wanted to know what they were talking about. Sure, but yeah, sure. we get the we get the Lisa Whitney fight. Where Whitney is being a little bit of a little not nice person. A little not nice person. (laughs) (laughs) Where Lisa donated 500 people's worth of tequila to Whitney's wedding that Lisa wasn't even invited to. Yes, yes. Her basement wedding. And now Whitney's complaining because the bartenders got drunk or something. Yeah, yeah. Which like they did, they did a fun like rewind. Oh my god! To the wedding and so the bar- like, 
This is how you know the New York producers took over. Right. Because, like, I feel like the New York editor energy here. Yeah, 1,000%. You know? It's not the Beverly Hills energy. It's not the Beverly Hills energy. It's like, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Those bartenders, they did look drunk to me for the split second they showed them. Yeah. Well, I think the other part of the argument is that, is Whitney saying, like, we ran out at 6 p.m. Right. And then, like, like, the bartenders were breaking into, like, their own, like, the tequila in the home. mm Mm-hmm. And then Whitney also says, like, well, like, I prefer Casamigos anyway. Which, like, get a life. Like, Casamigos, like, everyone drinks Casamigos, bitch. Like, we can buy it at a liquor store near here. It's not that fancy. I mean, speaking of, like, I am trying my hardest to get some Vita tequila. I was trying today, too. And, like, if it feels like I got to go to New Jersey or something. West Orange, New Jersey, I think. Uh, Which I've been to West Orange, actually. I mean, it's not that far, but it's, like, a different state. Um... But well, there's got to be Vita tequila somewhere here in, in New York. Come on. Can I get a delivery? Like, does Drizzly have it or whatever? Um, I don't know. But, like, if Lisa is from New York, you would think she'd be selling tequila in her hometown. Yeah, you'd think. But it is yeah. what it is. Um, Whitney and her dad. Or as some people like to say, Ghislaine Maxwell. That was a funny tweet. Yesterday. Oh my God. Um, the backstory is very interesting. Um, it's even more interesting to hear that he himself is a hairstylist. Sure. But I could um, see that. Cause like, I feel like through my, all my years on, on this planet, like sometimes I'll go to a salon and like my hairstylist but this is back like when I was when I would go to a salon in like my very early twenties, rather than like a barber. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the people who worked at the salon would always have like an interesting look. Yeah, I see that too. You know, they, they need to like practice on themselves or something, or just like they're like tired of the same old like short in the sides, long in the top. Like <laughs> when you were in your early twenties, no one was doing short in the sides, long in the top. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What were, what were they doing? A bowl I don't know. Cut? It was like, no, it was like, it was like shaggier back then. What year was that? Ni- 1912? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's clearly going to be like, uh, of everyone's like family member outside of immediate family, like probably one of the bigger feet, uh, players on the show. Cause we're mm-hmm. going to church with him next week. I know. Take us. He's going to Mary's church and he looks into it. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to convert. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, who else should we hang out with? Meredith had, and Seth. Oh, that was depressing. Uh, that was like also an, another revelation. Revelation. I didn't see coming, especially with like the Meredith Marks world tour premiere party hosted in New York city. Featuring Dolores Catania and Amanda Lepore. And the whole Marx family, including her husband, ex-husband, separated husbands. 
knows? So here's what ha- they I think they filed they might have filed for divorce in August of 2019 but then they like rescinded it in December of 2019. And apparently like they've broken up and gotten back together like multiple times. <laughs> it's just like the most miserable dinner ever. They just like don't she, she well I, I won't say they don't like being around each other. She seems to not like being with him. He seems to love his wife. Okay. Yeah, because when you say the most miserable dinner, like it, it had like a a strange fun energy to me. Well, because they were like wasted. Uh huh. They were like really drunk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. On those, what what was the drink called? Oh, I can't even remember. I think it had mezcal in it. Yeah, but it was called like a Mister Happy Sunshine drink or like something like that. Wow. Yeah. 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 <sighs> okay. Um. Who else should we touch down with? So we get Heather at one point in the episode, we get Heather and um, Whitney, the mm. cousins at some time. Oh yeah. Like sitting and talking. I think when they're like prepping to go skiing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the two of them, I think are talking about Whitney's situation with her husband and like yeah. what, what she went through as far as like the church goes. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Um, there's something I think for people like on this season who might not be long for this road, I was originally going to say Mary, but I think it might be Whitney. No, I think both of them are not. I think we said this last week that neither of them are like, I know, but cut like, out for this, but knowing that Mary's getting a focus next episode. And from my sources, I mean, the episodes already like aired on YouTube, but like, yeah. It humanizes her, apparently. Whitney, there's, like, nothing there. Okay. It's, like, with Whitney, it feels like I'm hanging with, like, one of the selling sunset ladies, but, like, one of the least interesting ones, you know? Sure. I mean, also with Whitney, it feels like she could have been one of those other women at the ski trip dinner. Right, exactly. Like, she wasn't jumping off the screen like the other five are. Exactly. Yeah. Do you want to jump over to the ski trip? Sure. Um, Mary's running late because she's waiting for the FedEx with her jacket. (laughs) (laughs) This woman, like she is, after all she has been through in hospital, she seems like too fragile to be going on this excursion. If you identify as God on earth, can't you just like, Bippity boppity boo, there's the jacket or whatever. But also, like, if you're God on Earth, like, she feels a little frail to me. Right. I wouldn't picture, like, God on Earth to be, like, a little, like, able to, like, make it up a flight of stairs. What female celebrity (laughs) would you imagine as God on Earth? Robin Dixon. (laughs) (laughs) You're so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god literally my mind went, oh my god <laughs> my mind went to sarah paulson because like oh good good answer good answer on american horror story coven she becomes the supreme so it's like that's like it's not god on earth but sure, it's like sure, close sure, enough sure. you know uh, you know what i was thinking the other day like remember that episode well two episodes of um of watch time is live the one with jennifer lawrence where like Bethany and Luann pop out and like they're all sitting at the table together, like having fun and loving each other. 
Mm-hmm. And then when Sarah Paulson was on and Dorinda comes out, like Sarah Paulson, like practically starts crying. Yep. I need like Rihanna on Watch Time It's Live and for Karen Huger to come out. That would be a good Karen Huger and Tom Schwartz or Katie Maloney. Oh yeah. Perfect. I need that to happen like tomorrow, but like, we're not in that. We're not in the post COVID world yet. So like, I don't want it happening like on a zoom call. Right. I mean, like if anything, we're in like the, (laughs) we just, we just finished like the pre-show for, for COVID and we're like not even to the main show. No, 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 we're not. Like we might have to record a COVID bonus episode before we actually get to the main show (sighs) at this point. Um, okay. So we're on the ski trip. Like who's on the bunnies? Like, um, the two women, like who are like with Mormon blood in their, in their, uh, with Mormon blood in in their bones or whatever, are the ones who are like on the top of the mountain and everyone else is kind of just like flitting around. Right. Yeah. It's, Jen and Mary and someone else are together. Mer- Meredith? On- no, Jen, Me- Jen, Mary, and Lisa. Yeah, are together on, like, the small hills. Also, like, before we go further, I think we pass, like, the Lisa segments where she she gives Major Drita from Mob Wives vibes. Oh, my God, when she's, like, yelling at her husband. Yeah, and I just want to, in her empty home, by the way. Oh, my God. And I just want to, I tweeted about this because I was like, who, who in my life said that she was like Drita from Mob Wives last week. And it was Jimbo, Jimbo to the show, Jimbo. Yeah. um, Had said it. So we need to give him credit in case he makes it this far in this episode. He listens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to see those two women in a room together. And like, obviously Drita would win, but like, I want to see what like Lisa brings to the table. Yeah, 1000%. Drita would like pulverize her in two seconds. I mean, like no, no one can take Drita down. Not one person could in this. I don't even think like I can't think of anybody on man or TV. woman. Maybe, maybe Tiffany Pollard. No, Drita. They shared the screen together on Scared Famous, though. I know, and they respected each other's like power. But mm-hmm. I do think there's there's something in Drita that is too powerful. Maybe she is the god on earth. <laughs> <laughs> She's too powerful for her own good. Drita might be like the devil on earth. Yeah. Um, okay. So on the, so we're like, we're done skiing. We have to like go get ready for dinner. And we come back three and a half hours later to an empty restaurant. Beautiful. It's it like, co- it's like COVID time. I mean, it's, it, this is what future restaurant scenes are going to look like. So get used to it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, that's what they've been doing is they, they film in, like, in an empty restaurant. Right. Um, fun fact that we learned during Watch What Happens Live, which, like, made more sense because, like, Heather was like, oh, we took three and a half hours to get ready. And it's like, Heather, like, no offense, but, like, you look like you just <laughs> came off the mountain. But apparently, <laughs> but no, but she had, she had the flu. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that was an interesting meal. We had like two, two people just like hanging on. I know in like hanging on in a way where I was just like, why are you even here? Yeah. Do you need to be here? Maybe we were still like giving them a shot. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but 
the thumbs up emoji. This fight. <laughs> you said, I think you said on Twitter that like it's the perfect temperature, mm. which you're right. Like it's like the stakes are very low. Yeah, yeah. So it's Lisa versus Heather. Yeah. And the, the history between the two is that Lisa pretends she doesn't remember Heather from college. Yeah. And if she if she does talk about Heather in college, she calls her a quote unquote good time girl who'll like take off her top or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Heather like famously like was claims she was like a goody two shoes in college. So that's like not even true, right? Which which I like believe that more than Lisa's version. Because Because Heather seems like a late in life having a fun time yeah, person, you know? Like, I feel like she, yeah, the way she acts now is in response to being a goody two shoes. Right, exactly. Like a party girl would not be acting like how she's acting now. One thousand percent. Um. So, where do you stand? So, do double thumbs up? Does single thumbs up mean fuck you? Does double thumbs up mean fuck you? Well, she, or what she is only the gave fuck? one thumbs up, right? Well, Heather said. Well, someone said that two thumbs up. Okay, so mm. the thumbs up. The original thumbs up was sent by Heather to Lisa. Yeah. Lisa took that as a fuck you. Yeah. Heather said, no, if I was trying to say fuck you, I would give two thumbs up. Mm. But then later admitted that it was a fuck you after all. Yes. I'll say I view it as the emoji isn't a fuck you to me, but the react (laughs) thumbs up is it's not a fuck you, but it's like I think it's I think it's context specific, Brendan. I think you're being like a little too broad in your analysis. Okay, so it's kind of condescending the thumbs up Mm. because I think, like, if you're in a group chat of, like, people who you are close with, if you want to give an approving react thing, then you hit them with the heart. And Dan will disagree with this because Dan abuses these things and (laughs) sends all sorts of shit all the time. So Dan will regularly do the questions thing. He'll regularly do the thumbs down so like he's a little bitch. We're in a group chat where like everyone's like emphasizing and hearting, which are the two acceptable ones. Dan's over here in the corner questioning and thumbs downing regularly. I mean, but like you need to like this is not the emoji. This is like when you add like the commentary the to the text. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. the react. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I stand. Well, I just I like the question mark for like when. I don't want to explain myself as to why I think like, what the fuck are you saying? Or it's just like, what, (laughs) you know? I would say you mostly like the question mark if I say something. (laughs) Well, maybe (laughs) what you are saying is very questionable. (laughs) So you hit me with the question mark a lot. You hit me with the thumbs down a lot. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then over here, I'm just loving and emphasizing. Oh yeah, you're just love, love, love. And you're I like only, I only detail. hit you with the thumbs down or the question mark if you hit me with it first. Wow. Um, but back to like the actual emoji, I feel like the thumbs up is not even something like in our vernacular. Like to me, the thumbs up feels like broy. Like if I'm having like a conversation with like a straight dude, I could like expect to give or receive a thumbs up. It feels to me like a conversation with like my mom, mm-hmm. maybe, okay. maybe my mom's saying, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. She, yeah, maybe she is. 
<laughs> like, yeah, I like. Uh, doesn't like doesn't the phone like show you your your like frequently used at, uh, emojis? Oh yeah, should I go through mine? Do you I mean, go mine yours? mine would definitely like a thumbs up would never be there. I only have a thumbs up there right now because of this. Hmm. I mean, like, okay. I have like all like cry. I have like the actual crying one. Um, I have the snowflake, obviously, because like, hello, it's Salt Lake City season, baby. Mm-hmm. I have like the cute little smile that you're blushing, um, which is a favorite. I have the, I have the, the one with like the, uh, the eyes closed, but you're smiling, like mm-hmm. looking like a little innocent. And then I have that one too. And my last two, that one of my last three are. One that I've like come to use a lot recently, which is like the more exasperated, like your mouth's open, but it's frowning and your eyes are like um, the less than and greater than signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have confetti like for a little mix promo. And then, okay. and then my last one is like the, the one that you look like you're like regurgitating food or something where you're like, <laughs> with the green face. No, no. Like the, like the, like, like, I don't. What is it even called? Like, you almost look drunk or something. It's like it's like you're you're disgusted or you're like you feel awkward by by what's being said. It's like the, oh, okay. the squiggly line mouth with like one eye closed and one eye open. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, so my recent. I'm only gonna name a few. So I have the red heart is like my top one right now. Oh wow. I've got the trans flag. I've got oh, wow. the cigarette one because of what I was texting y'all earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got pleading eyes, you know, like the the saucer eyes. You love that one. You love that one. (laughs) And then another favorite of mine. Oh, two more favorites of mine. I love the star eyes one these days. Okay. Okay. And then I love the one where the guy's like mad and he's blowing smoke. Mm, Yeah. I can see that for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that like we had no overlap there. Wow. Well, I mean, some of yours are in my like list of top, Whatever, but you named all of yours, and I named only a couple. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think like there's like the Lisa and Whitney fight, but like I'm not as into that. Like, I don't even remember what it, what it's a, what it's it about. Like, she's a swinger or something. Right. I mean, it's an extension of uh, I think it's just an extension of them being mad earlier in the episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like about the the like of Whitney not being gracious. Yeah. And then, like, Lisa's ready to take her down. Which, like, you don't come for the business. You don't come for Drita. Hello? You don't come for Drita unless you're trying to, like, really get it. So I know. watch out. Um, loving it. We were, uh, like, well within our right to be worried or concerned. Like, can the rest of this live up to the premiere? And so far it is. And next week we seem to have a fight between Brooks and Jen. Can't we? Cannot wait. Give him a snowflake. Truly. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap this up with our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Okay, the Freak of the Week, you brought to my attention because, like, I am not in the Below Deck cinematic universe, but it was a picture of Captain Sandy and her girlfriend on Captain Sandy's Instagram Mm -hmm. wearing a charcoal face mask that looked like blackface. Yeah, I just feel like, just don't, like, 
don't take a picture when you do a charcoal face mask, please. I just like, there's so, there's so many different options. Like you could not be wearing a face mask. You could be wearing a green face mask. There's like so mm-hmm. many different possibilities in the world. Whereas like, okay, you took the, like you took this picture and you're like, this has got to go up, <laughs> you know? And I know. then, and then like people in the comments are like fighting with her and she's not backing down. Like, like take a minute, yeah. take a minute and listen and be like, Hmm, like, was this a good idea? Yeah. And it's like, this was sent to me by somebody who I don't follow Captain Sandy. Cause why would I follow a Trump supporter? Sure. 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 Um, allegedly, but this was sent to me by someone who like usually wouldn't flag something like this or like, you know, like somebody who just like is kind of more on the outside of like these kind of conversations. So the fact that he flagged it for me, I was like, yeah, it's just so dumb. Yeah. It's like so, 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 so stupid to post this picture. Dummy. Yeah. Oh my God. It's still up. It's still up. Wow. I think she was deleting some of the comments too. Amazing. Um, Allegedly. Okay. Brendan, who is our one true queen? So we are going to give it to kind of an evergreen non-Bravo queen Mm. who I think like everyone loves, universally loved. Sure. But one Dolly Parton who news came out this week that Dolly Parton had, actually I think, I think news came out earlier, like in COVID time that she had donated the $1 million to like study for the vaccines. But it came, it turned out that I think, what company was it? Moderna. Moderna. Yeah, the Moderna vaccine is the one that's 95% effective. And Dolly Parton helped fund that yeah. vaccine. I think she so like not- she gave it to like some school. And like that yeah. school is working with Moderna to create the vaccine. Yeah. yeah. So she continues to be a queen in many ways. But this time. Giving us hope. Possibly. Giving us hope, possibly, hopefully ending quarantine for us sometime soon. Wow. <laughs> I would use soon very lightly, but um, but yeah. Um, soon meaning like a year to four years? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh my God. No, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So everyone remain vigilant. Be smart. Be careful. We love you. This has been Come Through Queen. You got to go to comethroughqueen.com. Our Patreon bonus episode this week was so much fun going through what a RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars winner's season would look like. So you absolutely must check that out. Also, like the pre-show this week, we are the conversation went everywhere from community board Zoom meetings to uh, a teacher to Dash and Lily on uh, Netflix. So that was a lot of fun as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like, comment, subscribe. Archer, retweet. Love us, love, love us, retweet. love us, please retweet. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 